the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Okay, everybody, Dennis Prager with you. I have a question. Among the many lies told about the president emanating from the left, for whom truth is not a value, and I don't say that to attack them, truth has never been a left-wing value. It's a liberal value. It's a conservative value. It's not a left-wing value. I say it all the time because the repetition is necessary for people to remember it, and then one day you say, yeah, that's true. The left has never valued truth. And among them is the president is a racist who speaks to his white supremacist base, correct? Dog whistles is one of the examples. I've never quite picked up on those dog whistles. The only people who hear the dog whistles are the left, which might tell you something about the left. So here's a question. If the president's base is racist and white supremacist, why are there so many blacks at the Republican convention? And I don't mean why would blacks associate with a racist. I mean, doesn't this undermine his appeal to racists? The president had a deeply moving ceremony of pardoning a black man who who had turned his life around in prison. Now, how does that appeal to his white supremacist base? I'd like you to pose this question if you are one of those who believes the president's base is is white supremacist and every leftist that I know of, every single one who writes, says that. There is no exception of which I am aware. The, the herd all manifest that sentiment. So doesn't this sort of undermine his appeal? This extraordinary showing of black support, which means his black his support of blacks. Now you could say, oh, he does that for political reasons, but he's really a racist. Okay, I I, I have no intention of dignifying that comment, but the that's what might be said. But you still haven't answered my question. Why would he compromise his support that you on the left, all of those on the left, with no exception in America, of which I am aware, claim to be white supremacist? You can't have it both ways. Oh, he wants the black vote, and so he appeals to blacks and does good things for blacks, and 
Oh, his base of support is white supremacists. How is that possible? One eight Prager seven seven six. It's a New York Times lie. They're you know they used to say lies, damn lies, statistics. I now have lies, damn lies, New York Times lie. Their opinion pages are Pravda-like. And their news pages are moving in that direction. I, I read to you yesterday's headline. It was, it, it, that it, it, mask, it was an editorial masquerading as a headline on the front page. But I'd like you to ask the uh, people uh, who say this. I'm sure you have uh, relatives and friends. Ask it as sweetly as you can. Because they're not, they're not good at handling challenges. So, say, you know, really, I don't, I, you know, Ted, I really don't want to argue. I, I love you. You know, you've been my brother-in-law for 27 years. and God knows I don't want to jeopardize our wonderful relationship. You love my sister, and I love my sister, and let's leave it that way. I just, I'm just curious, though. I, it's, it's driving me a little crazy. You say that his base of support is white supremacists. So how do you explain his publicly embracing blacks? Well, do, you, do you have any idea what they would answer? Because even if they say, oh, it's phony, he's really a racist, it doesn't matter. So, uh, oh, I oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, I might have come up with, I'm serious. It's phony... He really is a white supremacist. He's just doing that to get their votes. And the white supremacists know it's phony. <laughs> no, really, I'm not kidding. I think that's what they would answer. But uh, it's still, it's, it's a bit odd. Uh, the, the racists of the past did not embrace blacks and did not have blacks speaking on their behalf. When George Wallace, governor of Alabama, was was still a racist, he did penitence later in his life. Uh, He was not exactly embracing blacks. We, uh, it's a tsunami of lies. Uh, By the way, I predict another, something I can't foresee will arise between now and election day, because they're not fully secure they'll win. So some new tidal wave will have to hit us. I would like to repeat something that I have now said for a few weeks. The lockdown has gone from perhaps the greatest mistake in history to now a crime. It is now, it's not the greatest crime in history, certainly. There are greater crimes, but it is now a crime. De Blasio announces in New York City uh, no openings until 2021. Restaurants will not open. So, so I have the answer. You have the answer? Oh, good. Let me give him the microphone, please. You were working on an answer during this time. Yeah. Yeah. So the answer is in uh, Politico, and referred to by Thomas Edsel in his column today in the New York Times. And what what is what's it called when you hold two 
totally opposing views. Cognitive dissonance? Yes. So you're, you're looking for an answer. They don't provide an answer. It's pure cognitive dissonance. In other words... So they're pro-black and anti-black at yes, the same time. exactly. Okay. So he, here's, here's the proof. So this is Politico. Trump goes all in on race, declared the headline. This is Edsel writing about Politico. The headline on a story in Politico just after the close of the first night of the Republican convention on Monday. So he goes all in on race, right? While some speakers portrayed Trump as a friend of black America, quote, others took a harder-edged tack that undercut the message of inclusion, according to Politico. Wait, others at the convention? Yeah. Who? Like the McCluskeys, the, the, that, that, that was an example of oh, it, it, oh, it, outright. If, if you guard your... Yeah, because the protesters were black. The, the protesters were black? In, 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 uh, in, in that, that case? Incident, yeah. Usually, usually... Well, if you want to call... Yeah. I mean, they were very aggressive protesters, let's put it that way. Okay. It wasn't all black. There was a mix, but it was it was definitely. I see. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so you're, well, you, the answer you're looking for is is cognitive dissonance. It's, mm-hmm. it, they just hold it at the same time. They never resolve the question. I see. It, it's not possible that they're making it all up. They on the left. The whole racist notion that conservatives in general and the president specifically. Well, they don't think that. I am. I am convinced that the president gives as little hoot about your skin color as a human being can. I I don't think it's possible to care less. (laughs) That's my view. Okay, thank you. That's that's, that's the work of a genius. 1-8-Prager-776-877-243-777-6. Every time I see Melania Trump... Uh, speak. I I think of the fact that in my lifetime there were the only. I mean, there have been a number of impressive women as first ladies, both parties. But uh, the the elegance and dignity that she brings to bear. Bring remind you of uh, Jacqueline Kennedy. You have to go that far back. She's not been on the cover of one women's magazine. We will be back. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800 500 800-500-8384. 
Hi, everyone. I'm Dennis Prager. The uh, shooting of, uh, what is Mr. Blake's first name? Jeffrey? Jacob, right. Jacob. The shooting of uh, Jacob Blake has enabled the uh, the thugs of society to destroy more property, burn more buildings. I'm not talking about protesters when I say thugs. 99.9% of you know that, but the uh, for those for whom truth is not an issue, they will deny that I said that. Anyway, uh, there was a warrant out for his arrest. It is claimed that they were yelling at him to drop the knife, but the knife is not seen on the video. I make no judgment because I do not know all the facts. The speed with which people who watch part of a of, a, of something that happened know all the facts is quite remarkable. These people uh, have a, a an ability to see the unknown that uh, has not been bequeathed to me. So I, I have not commented. I can only comment on the the destruction. Now, is it true that the governor of Wisconsin, who's a Democrat, uh, has denied the request of the city to have more uh, police brought in? Or are you familiar with that? He had they had asked for a certain number, and he had provided about half of what was asked for. All right, take a look at that, because I got it from a good source, but everything on this show must be double and triple and quadruple checked. The the destruction of American cities by leftist thugs is acceptable to Democrats. I don't know why that is not dispositive in in determining who you will vote for, which party. As you know, I don't vote for individuals. I vote for a party because I vote based on ideology, not temperament, niceness, sweetness. This notion that we need in a leader... Someone who's first and foremost, who is first and foremost compassionate, uh, is wrong. That is not the first and foremost requirement of a leader. He turned down federal assistance. He turned down federal assistance. But I. But also, how, how much did he send in? How much? How, how many state uh, was it? The National Guard of the state. How much? How many did he send in? All right, when you come, we, that's right. All right, so so far everything I heard, two hundred something. How much was how much was he asked for? That article doesn't say. Take a look. So everything that you just reported is consonant with what I was what I had been told. The young man, Nicholas Sandman, was very effective. I found him to be uh, 
to be a a classy young man, just as I found Melania Trump to be a classy woman. There is a there is a dignity on the among conservatives that I don't often find on the left. Somebody tweeted, it's an, it, it shouldn't even be worth commenting, but it is so over the top, I just have to share it. She's here all these years, and she still doesn't speak English. Do you believe that? This is the, you know what I want to do with that person? I don't want to smack him. I don't want to yell at him. I want to interview him. What would, what would cause somebody to say of someone born in another country whose English is fluent, whose grammar is superb, who speaks, how many languages does she speak? Four, five? Do you think the moron who tweeted that speaks anything but English? There are things that are said and done that I, I find just puzzling. All right, let me take uh, some calls. I have a lot, uh, obviously, to share with you. And uh, Candace in Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin, of all places, Wisconsin. Hello. Hello. What an honor to speak with you, Dennis Prager. You're a great human being. I love you. Thank you. I've listened to you now for about 15 years. Wow. And you've brought a lot of changes in my life, brought me back to God. I'm calling today... um, because uh, at the beginning of the season for political walking, I was concerned about the race, very concerned. Now I can say I'm less concerned because of what the Democrats are doing. Go on, go on, I'm listening. People don't like their property uh, messed with. Uh, they don't like the masks. They are telling me they don't like the masks. They don't want mandatory vaccine vaccination. Even my sister, who is an adamant leftist, is totally against the vaccine. Who, who will she vote <laughs> for? Really, oh, of course she's going to vote for Biden all the way. But what I want to say is I really wish that you could get to the president about this COVID thing, because I think that's one of his weakest points, is how he reacted to COVID and sided with the left. It really bothers me, and I think it's, I think a lot of it is a lie. I mean, not that the, it doesn't exist. I'm just saying they never put it into context, and I don't think the president does either. If you look at a list of the top 20 diseases, it's nearly at the bottom. Well, I have a lot of reactions, and I thank you for your comments and, of course, for the sweet things you said at the beginning. The president's instincts are almost always correct. That's the irony. And the president's instincts were, look, this is happening. We cannot shut down the society. The, the screaming at him was so loud and so almost universal that he uh, backed down. If he had not backed down, 
every single one of the 170,000 or so deaths would have been attributed to him. We'll be back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Tell me my story. You know, there are other things going on in the society which are of enormous significance. One of the many reasons that I consider the left the force of chaos that it is. And one of them is the the support for biological men competing against biological women in sports if the biological man says that he or she, I have no issue with the person, I have an issue with the allowing them to race. And they win their, all the races, and then we are we are told by the Orwellian left, those are men racing, or those are women racing. Why, why are you possibly objecting? It's gone to court. I want to give you an update from the group that I support, ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. One of its lawyers is Christiana Holcomb. Christiana, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. Thank you for having me. Where are you located? I'm currently located in the Washington, D.C. area. Mm, my condolences. <laughs> Appreciated. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Where are you originally from? I'm originally from the Midwest. I had a feeling. Uh, make D.C. my home. <laughs> well, good luck. All right. Uh, we need you very much. I'm glad somebody's doing this. Tell us about the latest case with regard to uh, b- biological men racing or competing against biological women. Sure. Well, as you noted earlier, all across the country, we're seeing athletic associations really capitulate to this uh, gender identity ideology. And they're allowing biological males to simply identify as female and to come in and to dominate women's sports, which has had the effect of stripping women and deserving female athletes from the podium, from their championship titles, medals, and potentially even scholarship opportunities. So the state of Idaho looked at the situation and said, we don't want to see that happen in our state. So they passed the Fairness in Women's Sports Act, and that new law does a really simple thing. It says that if you have a sports team that's designated for women or girls, only biological females can compete on that team. Should be, seems like it ought to be, an uncontroversial proposition. But, of course, the ACLU turned around, and just a couple weeks after that law passed, they challenged it in federal court, claiming that it violates the U.S. Constitution. Now, I don't know about you, but there is nothing in the United States Constitution that basically dictates to a state you have to abandon fairness for female athletes in order to accommodate the preferences of biological males who want to compete on the girls' team. There, there is no such provision. So Alliance Defending Freedom has stepped in. We've been granted permission by the court to represent the interests of female athletes so that their voices are heard in this conversation. The law was passed to protect them, to protect their athletic opportunities, and so we look forward to presenting the best arguments to the court for why the Fairness in Women's Sports Act is good law. It's challenged in Idaho court or, or in a federal court? It is challenged in the federal district court there in Idaho. 
what is the argument on the other side that if you identify as a female, that's all that matters? That's right, in essence. So what they're claiming is if a biological male identifies as female, that alone should give that individual the right to compete in a female category. But that completely flips Title IX on its head. You know, here we are less than 50 years from when Title IX was enacted to provide women with equal athletic opportunities with males. And we all know that it's really the biological differences between the sexes that even mandates having women's sports as exactly. a category. Yes. <laughs> so it's completely undone if you allow individuals with all the inherent physical advantages that come with the Okay, so other than a judge going through male puberty. Other than a judge simply being a leftist, is there a single legal argument that 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 can sustain the objection to the Idaho law? Well, again, no, there is nothing in the Constitution that requires a court to abandon fairness for girls in order to accommodate the preferences of male athletes. And in fact, the United States Department of Justice has already weighed in on this case in support of the female athletes and, and saying that very thing. The Constitution doesn't require it. So this is good law, and it's consistent with Title IX. All right, stay, stay on with me for a moment, if you would. Speaking to Christiana Holcomb. Alliance Defending Freedom, ADF.org. ADF Media, thank you. .org? It's a very important organization. It's truly one that I support. And we all should. It's, uh, they're doing great work. Relief Factor is doing great work. I'm surrounded by people doing great work. I am. All right, Kevin. You know, as soon as I said I'm surrounded by people doing great work, he takes a bow. It's mind-boggling. That's good. I like confidence. I would like to ask Joe Biden, do you support or do you oppose the Idaho law? It's a pretty important question. When is our PragerU video coming out uh, by the 16-year-old girl? She, I think she's the youngest presenter we've ever had, right? She's, she's not 16, she's really 17. Uh, when is it coming out? Uh, this fall. This fall? A young girl in Connecticut where she has been deprived of her victories. She has lost scholarship opportunities. Just as Christiana Holcomb of the Alliance Defending Freedom, which is defending the Idaho law, has pointed out. Uh, You don't have to comment on this, Christiana, but I have said this to my listeners many times. Feminism doesn't care about women. The feminist movement. I've I've said that my whole life. Like every left-wing movement, it uses the group it speaks on behalf of. uh, It uses them. Uh, If you care about women and women's sports, then you oppose biological men competing with them. It, it is so self-evident. Are, are you uh, f- familiar, Christiana, with what happened with uh, Martina Navratilova? Yes, as far as her speaking out in support of women's sports and yeah. protecting the women's sex category. Yes, absolutely. In fact, what's so interesting is just uh, about a month or so ago, 
Save Women Sports released a letter signed by over 300 female athletes, either current or former NCAA and professional female athletes, including Martina Navratilova. And it was in support of Idaho's law asking the NCAA not to boycott the state of Idaho over this new Fairness and Women's Sports Act. Uh, the ACLU, true to form, had been asking the NCAA to retaliate against Idaho and to boycott it. But it was really encouraging to see a wide variety of women from all across the political spectrum really come together and say, we, do, we disagree on a lot of political issues, but what we do agree on is that women's sports must be fair, and that means biological males should not be allowed to compete in our category. Where was this printed? Or published? Save women's sports. Yeah, save women's sports. What, what, wait, I'm missing the, the first word. What women's sports? Save. Oh, save, save women's sports. Oh, so that was that was that's a new website. It's not it's not a a pre existing magazine or something. Okay, I, I didn't follow that. So save women's sports. I want people to be able to look this up. Was there any attempt to? Uh, well, did the NCAA respond to them? They have not yet officially responded to the letter, but what was very interesting was the NCAA decided to postpone its decision on whether or not to boycott Idaho until later this fall. So we are encouraged that the the letter did have some impact, and the NCAA is at least um, considering whether or not it's wise. Is there any feminist organization? Has the National Organization for Women come out on this issue? I believe they've come out against fairness for female athletes. But I do want to point out, there are radical leftist feminists who support fairness for female yeah, athletes. Yeah, individuals. Were- I was talking organizationally. That's why I asked you about NOW. I thought I thought NOW was the biggest women's organization. Uh, likely is. I'm not, I'm not very familiar with them. But I will say there are feminist organizations who have come out in support of fairness for female athletes. This really should be a bipartisan um, issue. It should not be politicized. And I think fairness for female athletes is something that both the left and the right should be able to to come together on. Mm. You only say that because you don't know how destructive the left is. I say this with love because you do so much good work. Uh, uh, if, if the left bent on this issue, it would no longer be the left. So that there are individuals like Mar- Mar- Martina Navratilova is not a leftist. She's a liberal. But but in any event, uh, th- this what you're fighting is even larger than the issue you're you're fighting. That's that's my job to say. You don't even have to respond. I just want you to know that that's part of the reason it's. Imp- I think ADF does such good work. You are out there in the legal swamp, uh, fighting this stuff. This should not be a battle. It is so obviously unfair to women that biological men compete against them, against them that it, it takes a, a, a mind twisted by ideology not to see it. What is the next step legally? Uh, wh- where is it right now? Well, unfortunately, the federal judge in Idaho decided to enjoin the law, which means it's on hold while the litigation moves forward. But we just, we're proceeding with the lawsuit, and we'll be, we'll be moving into a phase of discovery, um, but at bottom, we intend to bring forward the best arguments for why Idaho's Fairness in Women's Sports Act is both constitutional 
and consistent with federal law. Well, is there a federal law that even addresses the transgendered? Well, it's consistent with Title IX, first and foremost, which protects sex-separated athletics and really is the reason we have women's sports as a separate category. It recognizes that there are biological differences between the sexes, and males have an inherent performance advantage over females, which is why we have women's sports in the first place. Yes, though, right. It, it it ends the concept of women's sports. If absolutely. Po- yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes, exactly. Basically boils down to having men's sports and co-ed sports. And I really don't think the vast majority of the American public is really ready to do away with female sports uh, in, in its entirety. The vast majority of the American public is not informed on this matter because the press does not wish to inform them on this matter. I salute you. I, I think ADF is great. And I and I think that what you're doing is great. ADF, uh, you're going to go to adfmedia.org or adflegal.org and learn what they're doing and support them. They, they it's it's it, if I could if I have to point to one thing to show how utterly and totally destructive the left is, this is the issue that I would show. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. The Dennis Prager Show on the Salem Radio Network returns from break. In two minutes and 45 seconds. The Dennis Prager Show on the Salem Radio Network returns from break in two minutes and 15 seconds. The Dennis Prager Show on the Salem Radio Network. Returns from break in one minute and 45 seconds. The Dennis Prager Show on the Salem Radio Network returns from break in one minute and 15 seconds. The Dennis Prager Show on the Salem Radio Network. Return some break in 45 seconds.
The Dennis Prager Show on the Salem Radio Network. Return some break in 15 seconds. The Dennis Prager Show returns in five seconds. Dennis Prager Show. I'm Dennis Prager. Thank you for being with me. I'd like you to ask such an important subject, this subject, and I'd like you to ask your college leftist kid, do you think it's fair to girls in high school when boys who who uh, now identify as girls we're not we're not arguing against that identification that has nothing to do with what we're talking about we're talking about athletics period is it fair to the girls that a biological male competes against them if your child says it is fair i want you to know and i say this with a broken heart my heart goes out to you. My broken heart goes out to you. That is the giveaway that your child has lost the ability. That that your uh, child has been truly brainwashed and can no longer think logically. It's the. This has nothing to do with politics. If your child wants to hate Donald Trump, sad, but it is what it is. But if your child cannot take a position on this, is it fair to females if biological males compete against them? That's that's the... Uh, what is that? It is sort of like the MRI that establishes without question that there is a tumor there's a moral tumor in in a person who cannot uh, see how unfair that is as I mentioned to you we are going to have a video by a girl who uh, does do track in Connecticut it's very gutsy of her to do the video wonderful young woman her parents of course are on board and it'll break your heart. And you'll realize what, what is being done to the society. Like the rioting. Like the, the shutdown and closing of businesses for no good reason. So, just know August is fundraising month for PragerU. What, what you give between now and Monday will be tripled. I just learned about this. Triple match, it's called. You give $10, it's $30. You give $1,000, it's $3,000. PragerU.com or 833-PragerU. It's a good time now between the the first and second hour of the show. I am going to have a male-female hour, by the way. And please help us out. 
country needs help. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a train engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take relief factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain in your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's a three-week quick start for just $19.95, and you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384.